Hello, Connected Parents, and welcome to another episode of Connected Parenting. Today, I want to talk about socially aggressive behavior and bullying. How to help your children if they are victims of this, and also how to help your children if you think they are the aggressors. Hi, everyone. I'm Jennifer Colary. I'm a child and family therapist and a parenting coach and the founder of Connected Parenting. And welcome to the Connected Parenting Weekly Podcast. Join me every week and we'll tackle everything from temper tantrums to bedtime to sibling issues to teenage angst. Parenting can be so wonderful, but it can be so hard. Parents often say to me, hey, can you just come live at my house? This is the next best thing. Let's do this together. So bullying is a really complex topic. And so the first thing I want to kind of discuss is, you know, that things get called bullying that may not necessarily be bullying. Childhood is a time where kids are trying to figure out how to be heard, um, how to make an impact, when to back off, when to step forward. And they do that by making a lot of mistakes, by bumping up against things and learning sometimes the hard way and experientially what works and what doesn't work. So not every interaction is actually bullying. The, the definition of bullying is that it's a pattern is that it is um, premeditated, that it is deliberate. It's sort of a campaign to um, emotionally injure and take power away from a child. If it's a one-off thing, um, it would be probably better to look at that as social aggression uh, that needs correction, but not necessarily bullying. So the first thing you have to be really careful of is calling things bullying if they're not necessarily bullying. Um, so I want, we'll come back to that topic, but I want to talk about um, socially aggressive behavior for a second, because this is really important. Um, now we are in many schools teach how important it is to make I statements. You know, it really hurts my feelings when, it makes me feel, feel terrible when you do that. And I don't want to discount any programs that are out there. I'm just going to say in my practice, what I've found that statements like that usually make things worse. Um, what happens in a, in a situation where it truly is uh, social aggression or, or even bullying, um, it's sort of like a power imbalance. No, it's not a sort of like, it is a power imbalance. And so when I work with kids one-on-one, -on -one, I explain that it's kind of like in your video game where you have, you know, in the corner of a video game you're playing, you usually have how many lives you have or how much more strength you have left in the game. And then that gets depleted as the game goes on. And in a situation where a child is being really socially aggressive to another, and when a child is bullying another child, what happens is they literally want to take that power from that kid. I'm going to say something horrible to you. I'm going to make you feel small. I'm going to make you feel terrible. So you walk away feeling awful. And I walk away with your power. I walk away feeling stronger. And so when I coach kids, I help them understand that you have to hold on to that power. And when you can hold on to that power and not hand over to the um, aggressive child or the child that's bullying, um, the power to them, they're going to walk away feeling like, well, that didn't work. And they're either going to find someone else, which hopefully they won't, or um, they'll just give up. So it actually puts the power back uh, with the child that's having the trouble. Now, surprisingly, 
um, I've had really good success with this and kids just need to practice this. So have your child role play with you and have a sort of play out three scenarios. One is a scenario where you, the child, you're the child in the situation way overreacts to something that's been said to you. Um, another one is, uh, you know, you get very sad and, and upset and then one where you hold on to your power and you have um, your child play this out. You can also do it with their little, you can do it with stuffed animals. You can just practice this and actually script your kids. So they have some tools when kids are uh, being you know, socially aggressive with them. So for example, let's say you act out in the role play that a child comes up and says, I don't know, that, that sweatshirt's really ugly. It's stupid. Why are you wearing that? Okay. We'll pick a very simple example. So in the first scenario, you're, you're the child, you overreact. Yeah, well, your sweatshirt's really ugly too. And then you play it back and forth with your child and you see what happens. And what usually happens is it, it heats up. It gets more and more intense. And the reason is the person who's actually being aggressive wants that reaction. They want you to get upset. They want evidence that you're upset. And the whole thing kind of escalates into this kind of cruel game and, and, and exchange. Then you try it again. You say, okay, how did that feel? And ask your child, what did that feel like? You know, when you got, when I got angry back, what did that make you want to do? Well, it made me want to get angrier and it made me want to take their power even more and sort of play around with it so they can kind of dissect it and see it from all the different angles. Then have another scenario where you get really sad. Coach your child to remember that in this role play, they want to be not nice. <laughs> okay, that's really important. So as they say, your sweatshirt's really ugly, um, you're role-playing back or they're, yeah, you're role-playing back and you're saying, why, why are you saying that? That's so mean. And see if you can get your child, if they're in the mindset of a kid who's not empathic and really mean, um, they can sort of connect with, well, that worked. You know, that makes me want to be meaner. That wants me to, that makes me want to hurt their feelings even more because they're sort of being weak in that situation and have them really play that out and dissect it. So if you were in a really angry mood or if you were really a kind of a mean kid in that moment, would that crying actually have an impact? Um, and then you play it a third way. And this time um, it's what I call a stand up for yourself statement. So this is very scripted. There's two or three different ways that you can memorize the script for this, but you, you coach your child to stay very neutral and seem absolutely bored. So the child says, you're role-playing again, your sweatshirt's really ugly and you have, and then you react back by going, eh, whatever. Or I don't care what you think of my sweatshirt or okay, <laughs> whatever. Or, oh, we're doing that thing again where you make fun of where I'm wearing, uh-huh, and walk away. And you find three or four different ways where you play that back. And then you have your child who you've been role-playing this with uh, look inward and think, okay, what happened? And what usually happens is they realize that they didn't get anything out of that statement, that the person who um, stayed really kind of bored and neutral held on to their power. They held on to it. And so the child who's aggressive in that situation, or even a bully in that situation, will get nothing out of that interaction. It will fall flat. They won't get a reaction that they wanted. Um, and they'll walk away. And Honestly, I have been doing this for years and it's quite amazing how this can work it, and, and kids can do it. They can role play it. They really can. And it's a tool that actually is incredibly effective. And if it isn't, 
that's when the child needs help from the school, from teachers, from you, um, to, to sort of really advocate for them. But if it's just kind of simple, um, power stuff that's happening, this will really work. The other um, way you can kind of explain it to your child is if you went up to, um, if someone came up to you and said, Hey, do you want an apple? And you say, no, thanks. I'm good. I don't want the apple. Who's left with the apple, right? The child, <laughs> the person who offered it to you. So if you come up and you insult someone and the person's like, eh, no, thanks. I'm not really interested. Who's left with the insult? The person who, um, made that comment is left with it and it goes nowhere. Um, so this is really called stand up for yourself statements. If, if it's too complicated for your child, um, just tell them to say, so, so kid says something really nasty and you go, so, um, really coach them to be in that neutral range. If it's like, so I don't care. That doesn't matter to me. That still has an edge to it. And if it's like, you're trying really hard to be like, so, but you're all stiff and you're staring away and your jaw is really tight, then it looks like it really does bother you. And kids who are looking for that exchange are looking for those cues. So really help them to practice honestly looking bored, like so, or so, <laughs> like with absolutely no charge. Practice this with your kids. It is highly effective. Um, you can have a lot of fun playing back and forth and it just helps them understand the complexity um, and the intricacy sometimes and how it's more simple than you think it is to change and exchange. Now, having said all that, I promised I would come back to bullying. When it's serious bullying, and I'll do another podcast on this. This is really just for social aggression and kind of little moments. Um, when is a campaign, when it is something quite serious, even the most incredible techniques won't work. It, it really does become an issue where the child needs advocacy. They need you. They need someone uh, at school to take this seriously. You need to speak to the principal. You may need to go even higher up the chain. Um, this is really just for um, kind of regular school schoolyard jostling. So have some fun with it. Uh, play around with it. Um, have conversations with your child about it and really get to have them dive into what it feels like, get them to also reverse. So you're playing um, the kid that's being, you know, bullied or, you know, uh, receiving the aggressive treatment and then flip it. So your child actually becomes the one and you're saying, I hate your sweatshirt and get them to kind of play around with all the different angles. Um, it's a great way to have some really deep and important social learning. So hopefully this helps. Um, remember too, if you want more information, I dive deeper into this in the connected parenting courses, we've got the online course where it's just me on demand. Um, we also have a version where there's monthly coaching calls where I interact with everyone. And I'm also very active in the closed Facebook group. We've got our village. This is the place to really work through a lot of this stuff with the connected parenting staff that show up every single week. It's a weekly group for parents, a fantastic place to get supported, run through your parenting questions, get fantastic advice and actually practice the calm technique. Um, and we've got my books. So um, hopefully this is helpful for you. I will look forward to seeing you next time on the next episode of Connected Parenting.